Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee Conversations with Adele. I'm your host, Adele Tevlin, and I am so thrilled to be bringing to you this new season, this new ideation of my podcast. In each podcast episode, I am going to be featuring a guest, a friend, a colleague in the space, a thought leader, someone who I would be having coffee with, and you can be getting the behind the scenes of what it's really like to sit down and have a real conversation with me and some of these amazing human beings. The purpose of this podcast is for you to deeply connect uh, with me and the people in my life that I care deeply about, for you to get to know something about me that you don't already know, and for you to gain a new perspective. Every every, uh, podcast guest that I feature will push the boundaries in bringing a new perspective, which allows you to tap into a new point of view. So I can't wait to dive into today's episode. The title of this episode is How I Made $200,000 in One Day. And for those of you who are listening and that even triggers you to think about that money or to even be talking about money, then you're in the right place. Because over the course of this podcast, I'm going to be talking so much about money and success and spirituality and mindset and how all those things are interconnected. And how ultimately money is spiritual and that ultimately money is a neutral resource that's neither good or bad and that humanity makes it good or bad. But when you start to learn to tap into this universal knowledge and universal truth, when you start to learn how to manifest, and I'll be teaching all about that in different episodes coming from a place of science and mathematics, you can create the life you want right now. So In today's episode, I want to talk about this idea of how I went from making almost not enough money to pay my bills, to pay my team. I was in a place of like kind of down on my knees, if I'm being honest, to in less than two years, making $200,000 in one day. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Okay. So let's talk about this episode. I thought that this was actually a really powerful topic mainly because so many people that come into my programs and so many of my students are such smart women and men. They've got all the degrees on their walls. They're all doctors or you know lawyers or naturopathic doctors or therapists or practitioners or entrepreneurs. They're people that have made it in, in a lot of respects. But at the end of the day, there's still this idea of scarcity. There's still this feeling of not enough. There's still this feeling of imposter syndrome. There's still this feeling of like working so hard for diminishing returns, grinding, burning out, overwhelm. If this sounds like you, you're in the right place. That was me too, guys. I was the queen of burnout. So let's back up to two years ago. So two years ago, I was working in my practice as um, a therapist and a weight loss coach. I did a combination of cognitive behavioral therapy and weight loss for over 15 years in in downtown Toronto. And there was this breaking point that I'll never forget this day two years ago, where I sort of have what I call this come to Jesus moment, where I just hit this rock bottom where I said, I can't do this anymore. And I remember coming home in the fetal position, lying on the couch and bawling my eyes out to my new boyfriend at the time, who is now my fiance. And I remember just saying, I can't do this anymore. And so I just want you to all to know and hear this, if this is you right now, 
that feeling of you when you, your knees hit the ground, that come to Jesus moment, that feeling of I can't do this anymore is a great place to start. Because when you decide for yourself you're no longer doing it that way anymore, something new opens up. A shift in awareness, a shift in perception, something like this miracle occurs. A Course in Miracles says that a miracle is a shift in perception. So I had that moment about two years ago. This is pre-COVID. I remember coming home, I was seeing like 12 or 13 people a day, clients a day. I was making like decent money, I guess, but for some reason, I just didn't have enough at the end of the month to pay my team. And this specific month, I actually had to ask that new boyfriend, how embarrassing, to lend me money to pay my team. That was my rock bottom because I had been in business for 10 years on my own and I looked successful. Like I looked the part, you know, I had this awesome um, office on Bay Street. I was seeing amazing corporate clients um, and I had it all kind of made on social media, right? Like the highlight reel on social media, you know, that one, I looked really good on that one. But deep down inside, I knew something was off. I knew something was missing. I knew that there was some other version of my life that I should be living. And so I always believe that when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And in that moment, I was working with a mentor and then found another mentor and was working with these two amazing people. And this started me on this path of really diving deep into what were some of these limiting beliefs. And this is the work that I, that I did too with, with my clients, but it was my own blind spot. You know, I always say you can't solve, or Einstein said, you can't solve the problem from the same level it was created. You can't see your own blind spot. So I had someone that was able to point out to me that I had these belief that life was a struggle or that I had to struggle to make, to be successful. And that also there wasn't enough. So if you're listening to this and that's resonating for you, and you feel like you have to struggle to be successful, that you have to grind, that you have to go into burnout, that there's never enough. I want you to start to just take out a pen and paper and just start to write some of those, those limiting beliefs down. So I got really clear that I had what we call money wounds or core wounds or limiting or false ideas or beliefs about money specifically. And it got me so obsessed and fascinated on this idea of money. So I spent the last two years devoted to the study of money, working with some of the best mentors in the world. And I'll be distilling some of these principles here for you today in today's episode and going forward. So it started with me recognizing, oh, isn't this interesting? I keep making things really hard. And I had a mentor at the time that said to me, Adele, what if it was easy to make money? What if it was simple? What if success was easy? So I want you to write that down. What if success were easy? What would that look like for you? How would that feel? So I started to do that. I started to look at what, what, what would it look like and how would it feel if success were easy? So I said to myself, okay, well, how much is it that I really want to earn every year to be financially free, to be, you know, what's the point of going into entrepreneurship if you can't be free? And that was my number one core value was freedom and autonomy. And I felt the more, the more constrained, more most constrained I've ever, I've ever felt. So I started to think, okay, what would it look like if success were easy? And it started me thinking about a new model of doing my work. And in that moment, I transitioned out of the one-on-one -on -one model 
in my office and decided to close down my office. This is pre-COVID, by the way. So I was, I actually did this just before COVID hit and I decided I was going to be doing everything virtually from home because a big part of freedom and autonomy for me was working from anywhere in the world, spending more time with my son, being able to go travel around the world and work from a computer anywhere. So I started to do that. And then I said, okay, what's the easiest way to be successful? Well, there's really only two things to think about. There's raising your rates or there's leveraging yourself. So I did a bit of both. And over time, these little micro shifts in perception, these ideas of focusing on what I truly desire, healing those limiting beliefs and false ideas that kept me stuck is how I started to open the door to call in more abundance in my life. And I say this because it's so powerful because what I was able to accomplish in less than two years is nothing short of a miracle. Like when I say I barely had enough to make ends meet to then turn my annual income into a daily income. What's so cool is when you start to look at turning your annual income into a monthly income or turning your annual income into a quarterly income or eventually turning your annual income into a daily income. What's so fascinating about that is that what your subconscious mind, what's so powerful is that if you could do it in a year, why can't you do it in three months or a month or a day? Because the only time that exists is now in the universe, there is only one time. We as human beings create this idea of time. But when you start to work with these universal laws that I'll be talking a lot about over the the podcast episodes, you start to understand that you can shrink time. But it started with me understanding this one fundamental piece. So write this down. I had to decide I was worthy of more. Nothing happens until you decide. I I always say that nothing happens until you decide in that moment. When I hit my knees, hit the ground and I was in the fetal position, I decided things had to change. I didn't know how I didn't know what I didn't know who I didn't know where I just knew. And in that moment, I made a decision. I am going to find out how to make this work and then teach it. Because I believe that money is spiritual. I believe that when good hearted people like you get money or receive money and then circulate that money to those in your community and those around you, that's goodness. That's what good is in the world. So, and money amplifies what you already are. So if you're a generous person, you're going to become more generous, but we have to understand we have so many false ideas about money. Let me give you an example. Fill in the blank. Money doesn't grow on People with money are money is the root of, well, if you filled in the blanks with money, doesn't grow on trees. People with money are greedy and money is the root of all evil. Then you have some stories about money. So I want you to think here for yourself, for yourself for a minute here. What was it like for you as a kid growing up around your parents when it came to money? See, we have to understand that the subconscious mind, especially between the ages of zero and seven, and I'll talk more about that as we go is really susceptible to suggestion. So everything that you hear as a child under the age of seven, when we don't have a conscious mind formed yet, everything becomes fixed. So if you had your parents saying that people with money were greedy, or they had anything to say about people that were poor or people that were wealthy, they started to, they started to create the story about money that you inherited from them because at a young age, you're not able to say, Oh, I I agree or disagree to that information. So think about what it was like for you growing up with your parents when it came to money. Was it not enough? Was it like, you know, birthday was birthdays would come 
and there wasn't enough for birthday presents or you wanted something and there was never enough or you saw your parents struggle with money or you saw them fight about money. See, for me growing up, my parents were immigrants that came here from Russia. They came here to give us a better life. I owe everything to my parents. They came here and they made it through hard work, grit, and sheer determination. And so I learned that, hey, you've got to struggle and grind to make money. And I did that game so well. I hit burnout two or three times doing it that way. And the other piece that I saw was that there was never enough. I mean, at a certain point, my parents started to become more successful, but during those foundational years, you know, we didn't live in lavish settings. Like we had just enough to kind of get by as most immigrant families do when they're settling in here. So it made total sense to me when I started to go back and go, what was it like around money for me? I could see why the two prevailing core beliefs were there was never enough. And I had to work really hard and struggle to make ends meet. And I did that really well. And you always want to say, understand this. Your external reality is always telling you what you believe. I'll say that again for the chief seats in the back. Your external reality always tells you what you believe at the level of your subconscious mind. So if you're someone that is working hard for diminishing returns, or you never seem to have enough in your bank account, you probably have a core belief around money that there's never enough. It also could sound like I'm not enough. So here's why I always say that it starts with the decision that you're worth more. When you make a decision to yourself that I'm worthy of more, that abundance is my birthright, that I can have whatever my heart desires simply because I exist. And when you start to repattern the subconscious mind through repetition over time, things start to sink in. So how did I go from barely making enough to make ends meet to hitting that amazing $200,000 goal in that day? What did I do a few days leading up to that? Well, I'm going to be talking a lot about manifestation in, in these podcasts, not specifically in today's episode, but I'll leave you with a couple of things that I was really clear that made the biggest difference. Number one, I made the decision that I was worthy. That might sound hokey or esoteric or all of the above, but the truth is if you don't feel worthy, you allow other people to treat you in a way that doesn't feel good. You don't have boundaries. You accept less than what you're worth. You have a hard time raising your rates. You have a hard time asking for what you want. So when I made the decision I was worthy of more, that was step one in the healing process. So once I made that decision, it like shifted everything for me because I was no longer willing to tolerate certain clients that didn't treat me well. I was no longer to to tolerating um, my services being discounted. I was no longer tolerating any of these things. Okay, good. Number two. I spent every day and every morning in my meditation focusing on what I truly desire. So here's the thing I find super fascinating. People love, when I ask them, what do you really want? They love to tell me what they don't want. They love to paint this colorful picture of all the things they don't want to experience. But here's the thing with that. Your subconscious mind is deductive. Your subconscious mind takes everything that you say as fact. So when you talk about what you don't want, you actually declare that and strengthen that belief into your subconscious mind. So I spent days and weeks and months sitting in meditation being like, what is it that I truly desire? And I focused on the image of what I truly wanted and how that was going to make me feel. So you want to think right now, what is it that I truly desire in my life? And how is that going to make me feel? Feel those feelings now. Because here's the thing, 
The feelings is what does the manifesting. And we'll talk a lot more about that in the next couple episodes. The feelings are what do the manifesting. If you can feel it in your body now and see the image in your mind, you can create it in your external reality. And the third thing that I did prior to that day where I made $200,000 in one day was I made the decision. It was already done. Because in the universe, once you make a decision, it's kind of like asking you shall receive. Once you decide, once you take action, once you decide that it's here, it's now, it's yours, it's already coming to you. Acting as if it's already done pulls you to, pulls the thing you desire towards you. It magnetizes the thing that you desire towards you. So what can you start to do today? Well, you can make a decision and decide today is the day that everything changes for me. Today is the day that I decide that I'm worthy of more. Then you're going to focus on the thing that you really desire. You're going to ask yourself, what do you really want? I think that's the most important question that anyone can ever ask themselves. What do you really want? Not what you don't want, only what you do want. And then can you decide that it's already here? And if it's already here, how would you act? How would you feel? What would you do? If it's already here, how would you act? How would you feel? And what would you do? If you can even start with those three things today, I think this is going to make a massive, massive difference in your life. And I would love for you to be sharing this with me on my Instagram. I would love for you guys to be sharing your success stories as you continue to listen to this podcast. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. If I can do it, you can do it. I see so many people every day who are so, so incredibly talented and have so much to serve the world and humanity with. And if we can shift this belief around money, I think total miracles and magic can happen. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Coffee Conversations. It really means the world to me that you take time every week to listen to now a very thought-provoking conversation with me and some of my close friends and peers in the industry, a little bit of a behind the scenes, a dialogue of what it would be like to have coffee with me and some of my friends who are thought leaders in this space. And I just want you to know something that you're so worthy of success and you can have whatever it is that you desire. I believe in you and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.